Welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of NewsBomb Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Mason Ringer, and I'm filling in for Sage in today's episode. You're listening to episode 96, Settling the Scorecard, where we'll talk with Kevin Funk, Dale Littlefield, and Jeff Jackson about the ins and outs of the driver's scorecard, what it is, how to improve your score, and real-life experiences with former truck drivers. And now, here's our feature exchange. Welcome to Terminal Exchange. Um, today I have with me Kevin Funk, Dale Littlefield, and Jeff Jackson. And we're going to talk about the scorecard, um, something that we do here at NewsBomb to not only promote better driving, safer driving, um, but to give you guys an incentive to do that as well. So thanks for coming on, guys. It's good to have you. Good morning. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. being here. So um, I guess if you guys are good, we'll just jump right into it. Um, so my first question, what are the tiers to the scorecard and how do you qualify for those tiers? Sure. Uh, so there's there's uh, certain tiers. Um, we call them uh, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. And uh, those tiers, um, all based on your, your point value, your total point value. And there's really three main parts to the scorecard and it is fuel or uh, driving habits um, or safety score and there's also an operation score so if you take and they're not quite all equal parts but you take those three main parts put them together uh, you'll get your overall monthly score and then you'll however you stack up however good or bad you do um, you'll land in one of those tiers okay mm -hmm. okay and then how are those scorecards those those three sections how are those calculated hmm that is a very deep question, Mason. <laughs> uh, no, we could talk quite a while about that. Um, Maybe so just give them the, uh, <laughs> you know, what, sure. what Reader's the digest. right, right, what the uh, yeah. scores have to be to be in each sure level. Yeah, yeah. and and so as we click through a, a scorecard, um, it will break down each section into uh, subcategories, and that. Well, that's what comes up with your main your main part um, so they're calculated with your driving habits right so that's your fuel score we you know better fuel or better driving habits uh, gets a better fuel score right if you drive a little bit slower you get a better a better mile per gallon saves the company a little bit of money so then in turn you get a better better score uh, so overall score um, safety of course um, just obeying the speed limit, um, getting clean inspections, uh, just doing things safe, right? Um, doing all those things out in the road um, to get home safely. And then your operation score as far as productivity, um, you know, you're, you're not calling in sick, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're starting early, you're getting a lot of miles. Um, things are going pretty well there in the operation side. Um, yeah, no late, uh, no late loads or. Well, the the thing is, what a lot, a lot of drivers I don't say I want to say a lot, but a few drivers get upset because they get may get dang points because their truck's setting 
but if their truck's setting, they're not making money, and we're not making. Actually, we're losing money if that truck's setting. Uh, so that's why that's on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess a follow-up question to that would be: so when is it like? on operations um, for those type of things, like a driver sitting for a long period of time, and maybe they that can't be helped from like a freight standpoint, maybe they're you know, locked like that. How does that affect their score? Well, that's more operations, I would say, okay. than safety. Okay. I mean, yeah, you know, I, we're two departments, we help one another out, Yeah, but they take care of, of, of operations mm -hmm. and we're sure. more in any safety issues um, and we don't try to move in on each other's territory yeah. which sounds kind of bad but yeah. you know no, we, we, we help one another but we keep we keep it separate I think uh, the part of the scorecard that we know the least about is the operations scorecard mm. yeah and anymore these drivers are getting so good at what they're doing uh, it's amazing. We almost have to come up with another tier above platinum uh, because they are doing so good. Um, mm -hmm. That's a great problem to have. It yeah. is, and and uh, they don't understand, especially the new hires. Uh, this is all new to them. Mm -hmm. uh, but thanks, and I tell the new hires a lot of times, we have a lot of mechanisms, a lot of devices, a lot of things that a lot of other companies don't have. And hopefully, unless they're being trained, we don't tell the drivers how to drive, but we give them a lot of tools to use. The more they use them, the more money they make, the more we make, which in turn goes back to our dividends and stock, which mm -hmm. they get more back at the end of the year. So it's a win-win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so kind of answer, answer that question, Mason. It, so operational, uh, there are many situations, right? A lot of things happen when it comes to loads and, and maybe waiting on another driver to bring a trailer to them. And, and there's a lot of things there that they may have a question on. And so we'll, we'll, we'll try to guide them in the right direction. And if, they, if we refer them to their driver manager or account manager, that's probably a little bit better with the operation side of things. But uh, yeah, so. Okay. But like a, like a late load that mm -hmm. maybe yep. was just sure. planned, um, just, it, that's the only way it could happen is it got there late like it's no fault of the driver mm -hmm. that doesn't go on their scorecard or it if it's no. not the driver's fault okay. right. yeah okay. and yeah. and 90 percent of the time it's not the driver's fault mm -hmm. i mean we there may be they may have broke down that's why they're late it may have been detours whether they may have picked up a load that was already late from another driver right so most of the time it is not the driver's fault now if they sleep in for 14 hours <laughs> yeah then then that might be a different situation yeah sure yep. i yeah. think most drivers have picked up i know i have picked up loads that like had an appointment yesterday and you're just now picking it up today mm. you know that's not your fault yeah and it happens that's the industry mm -hmm. um so that makes sense mm -hmm. um and then where can a driver view their scorecard if somebody's really interested? Link app. Mm -hmm. Link app. We get, yeah. Yep. Um, if you go to Link app, um, it'll have your weekly scores, then your monthly, and then it'll say events. So if you want to see your monthly scorecard, you go click on the monthly. Uh, 
then you can see individual events like any trailers that you've had repaired or anything like that your weekly is your weekly habit scores mm -hmm. so yeah. and you can view that anytime it's not like a no anytime thing. the only thing is every week like last week's scores does not come out until tuesday of this week okay uh i tell most drivers just wait until the afternoon sometime after lunch sure. to check because in the mornings right away depending that they, they, they don't come out sometimes but usually 99 percent of the time tuesdays they come out okay and the monthly scorecard you got to wait about halfway through the next month before you can see that sure yeah it's usually the second tuesday i believe of the following month that's kind of the general general day might be a couple of days later but okay mm -hmm. yeah peg tries to take care of that and and she does mm -hmm. a lot so sometimes you know she does she she does a good job yeah totally Just a lot of data to crunch for sure yeah absolutely i mean nearly 500 drivers is a lot of that's a lot of scorecards a lot of yeah, different absolutely data. a lot of names to remember a lot of names a lot of names <laughs> yep um and then what's the difference between the weekly and the monthly is there different statistics on there or? so yeah the the weekly is just the habits that's it the total for all for everything the gotcha. scorecards broke down into five things all five of those are equal their habit uh, you're talking about the weekly habits right so that's five mm -hmm. different categories uh, the monthly scorecard the habits are just one part of it so you have like kevin said you have the habits then you have the operations and then you have the safety okay and there's other things too sure yep. sure yeah so when you get your weekly you get a weekly habit score but and that's it um, you're not going to get a weekly safety or weekly operation it's just habit scores and it's a snapshot of your week-to-week -week habits um, you also get a ranking and some drivers put a little bit too much into the ranking <laughs> and it's and it's good it can be good it can be like you know what uh, it kind of, it's kind of pushing me if I was a driver to get get up the ladder there maybe up to top 10 or whatever um, but also if, if a driver feels frustrated and is like look I just pulled up a random driver 348 out of 482 uh, then you know that's not that's not the whole picture um, and so we try not to put too much emphasis on that mm -hmm. um, just focus on your actual habits and just work a little bit there and, and just 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 keep working on one thing at a time sure it's more of like a gauge of where you're at like you could be improving mm -hmm. like there's more people ahead of you but yeah and, and if I may add to too many yeah. drivers uh, especially the the new people we have coming to us they look at that and they, they try really, really hard every week to get a real good score. And then one week they get a bad score. You know, uh, maybe they're doing a lot of mountain driving. Maybe they got a, uh, an empty they have to bobtail or something. All that affects the score and they get upset. And it's, we tell them, don't worry about it because the score is based over four weeks, over three months. That one week is not gonna have an effect on their total score. Mm -hmm. um, and I admire it. They they really really try a lot of them to do. We good. have some mm -hmm. that really really want to get. They deep dive into it. And yep. 
Rick and Jeremy are the ones that, that have tweaked this and, and, and made it what it is. And it, it, it's what made us, you know, leading the nation in many things and safety and, and CSA scores are awesome. Insurance wasn't, they said insurance hasn't changed in three years now, um, wow. which, which is, is awesome. So thanks to our drivers, you know, this does work. Yeah, totally. And not only does it benefit the company uh, in all of those ways that you just mentioned, um, but it's a huge benefit to drivers as well. Um, so I just was curious as a driver, what do you like about the scorecard and what are some challenges with it? We've got two former drivers here, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, no, sorry. Uh, bad Dale. <laughs> Keep no, <it> the scorecard. <laughs> It, you know, I, when I come into the office, you know, they, it hadn't been around very long. Uh, and I was no angel on it. You know, I come, a lot of our drivers come from old school. Uh, and I started way back in the 70s when there was no such thing as fuel mileage. And, and, and you would call in once a week after the load's been delivered. Uh, you'd find a payphone somewhere. It, it, you ran let's just say for one log book, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it has so. changed and it's changed for the better. A lot of drivers say that's my age, that it's getting worse, it's getting terrible out there. Uh, I don't think so much that. I think that now there is more drivers out on the road than there ever was. Mm. So you see a lot more. Um, the, Back to the question, what do I think as, what was the question? Yeah, so what do, what do you like about the scorecard? Um, what are some challenges with it? The scorecard, you know, it's not so much about making money as it is safe. The thing I noticed when I changed my way of driving, because I was a very aggressive driver, and these two have heard this story many times, uh, I used to be one of those guys that, that had a missile launcher on my dash, a grenade thrower. I was trying to get rid of everybody in front of me. I was tailgating them. Uh, at night when I went to bed, I would beat up my pillow because I was so stressed out from pushing, running, trying to get it done as fast really? as I could. When I changed my ways, which is like asking somebody who smoked for 20 years to quit smoking, it ain't easy. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing I noticed, thanks to the scoring system, was that my stress level was dropped in half mm. because I wasn't in a hurry. I wasn't being aggressive. I didn't care if that car passed me. When it cut in front of me, I was leaving distance, as Smith's system says, leaving out. The scoring system is not only about making money, but the big thing is being safer, better, getting our drivers safely home to family. Um, that that says a lot right there. Well, Dale mentioned stress, right? Being less stressed. Yeah. And we, I could, I mean, I could count up to 50, 100 times how many times I've heard that from a driver that once they become engaged, you know, they start to drive a little bit slower. Um, they are less stressed. They can't believe it because we are 
the only company I believe that that uh, actually asks drivers to drive a little slower. Right? Yeah. We're not we're not pushing them and pushing them and and making them do s split sleepers all the time and and all that run on recap hours. But um, Jeff, how about how about you? Like, what are your being out there? No, I I think it's. I mean, the scorecard's cool because you can kind of compete with yourself, you know, um, try and improve your score from month to month. And I know it is about safety. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But to a driver, it's about money, too, you know. And, and sure. you can – so our top driver, based off scores, okay, I'm not trying to say that he's our top driver all around, but uh, last month he had, you know, 9.6 cents per mile added to his scorecard, you know, just off the scorecard. Wow. That's an extra 9.6. Yeah. Whereas one of the drivers down towards the bottom, you know, 0 0.03 cents, not even a half a cent per mile. And it, it can be a motivator for a driver. Definitely. Yeah, yeah sure. you take that times 2,000 mile in a week or more. It's a lot of money. It's yeah. a lot of money. Definitely. Sure. Yep. And you spread it out over a year, it's even more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there is, you know, there's both sides to it. I think it's overall, it combines to something that keeps us safe, makes us a little more profitable, and also gives the driver a little bit more incentive. And to one of the questions I get is and we've all gotten is that that ain't fair you're taking money away from me when we ding them for that mm -hmm. or they're not and in reality they they make so much a mile for doing the job they're doing no matter what the safety is a bonus we're not going to pay them extra if they're they're aggressive drivers and what i call high risk uh, sure so we're not taking money away from them. We're rewarding them money for being safer and better drivers. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. It's an, an added benefit. It is. Right. To right. Take yeah, it it's a bonus. Yeah. It's not taking yeah. away from their paycheck. Right. So, yep. Right. Okay. Awesome. And that kind of flows right into my next question. Um, the scorecard, as we've talked about, impacts the driver's cents per mile. Um, but when does that score, when is my score as a driver um, affect my cents per mile? When does that roll over into well, my salary? So the short answer is, the easy answer is you can find that on the scorecard on the second page. Okay. Um, it tells uh, what the different pay increases are for bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. And it's on a three-month quarterly uh, pay scale. So, yeah. So, like, on the front of the scorecard, it says uh, check date. It tells when it's effective and when your check is, you know, for that amount. So, it was, I think, July 7th was the check date. And uh, now the next one... The next change that they'll see over three month time will become effective October 13th. But as far as the breakdown goes, it, it is a little complicated. So the higher you get on the scorecard, the more yeah. you yeah, increase that's, by that's about bits. the best way exactly. to say it. <laughs> sure. The better you do, yeah. the more you make. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Snowball, right? Yeah. Building, building up momentum and picking up more snow. 
yeah. as it goes down the hill. Totally. So, right, you, you just, as the higher you go, the faster you earn. Sure. Yeah. Plus, we got that beautiful ring. And how many, the, don't we have five diamonds in them now, some drivers? Mm. Yeah, 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 the, the certified so. red. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Should see six start cropping up here pretty yeah. soon. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember when certified red started, and it's come a long way for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. but so yeah, the, and the, the higher you crawl on the board, it's it's probably harder as you get higher up in score to keep adding on to that, right? Well, Yes and no. What I what we tell drivers is, especially I keep going back to the new hires. Uh, some of them will get it in their truck. This is all new. This scorecard and everything else, and it overwhelms them. It's like, how do I do all this? And we tell them, don't pick mm -hmm. one category. Get good at it to where you don't even have to think about it. Maybe you're following distance. You know, you're terrible. You're aggressive back off get used to backing off as smith system says leaving out uh and once you get in the habit of that form that habit then move on to another one don't try to always tackle everything at once because yeah. sometimes it gets frustrating yeah, yeah. make it a little more manageable yeah. break it down a little yeah. bit yeah yeah we can pretty pretty much see right out of the box like you know if a driver comes in to, with into newsbound with some bad habits or good habits i mean we've, we've had people get platinum 700 well, first within, month within the first month right yeah wow um, yeah if they start yeah. like around the first of the month and they drive that whole month we we see them and that's that's fun to watch because you're like yeah. you, out of the box they're driving how we want them to drive yeah you know yep. totally that's awesome mm -hmm. their style fits ours yeah that's good yeah and that's great. I mean, that's what we're going for, right? Ultimately, right. with the scorecard. Um, and one category that I actually had a lot of um, questions about was the fuel purchase compliance. Um, I think that's something that maybe can be overlooked with guys and, and maybe is um, tends to be more of a, a, ba a bad habit, like you mentioned. Um, and so what is that and, and how does it well, it, it, it makes a big difference. It really does, because fuel prices vary a lot. Um, the computer gives them the best or lowest price to stop at. All of them are major stops, you know, Flying J, Loves, Pilot. You know, in the old days, it was Ma and Paul, anywhere you could stop. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it saves us a lot of money. Um, by our drivers following these stops that we give them. Um, well, yeah, so it saves, and when we say a lot of money, what do we mean a lot sure. of money? I yeah. mean, it can be a dollar a gallon sometimes. Well, fuel is the second biggest expense of our company next to payroll. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, to hit... 100% fuel purchase compliance. You just have to follow the fuel solution 95% of the time a month. And when we're talking about percentages and everything, we're talking about gallons, not how many times you stop. Yep, gallons okay. pumped. Um, right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And if you hit your best stop or your alternate best stop 75% uh, of the time or more, then that's an extra 10 points. So 100% fuel purchase compliance gives you 50 points. 
if you hit the best stop or the alt best stop uh, 75 percent that gives you 60 out of 50. Okay. Well, 95 percent of the time you'll get 50 points sorry right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and those are built into every load right a driver just has to pay attention to their fuel stops um so i will say if a driver somehow misses their best fuel stop and we said it's by gallon not by stop so if they're running on fumes and and they stop and put in like 30 gallons at a non-compliant overall that's not going to knock them out of the 100 percent, right sure because it's just like 30 40 gallon now we get to an actual preferred stop fill it top her off and be fine gotcha just just make sure if they stop at a non-compliant a standard that gets sent a message it gets sent out to any driver that stops saying you've stopped at a non-compliant fuel stop put in a reason why yep. okay. uh, Corey will see that okay. uh, mm -hmm. you know were you where you're real heavy and you could only run at a half a tank mm -hmm. so you couldn't make it to the next fuel stop sure you know what was the reason why was the fuel stop closed you know put a reason why totally yeah totally and with that reasoning can drivers avoid that ding on their scorecard or does that affect well they're, they're not going to get dinged i mean i mean they do it every week yeah it's going to catch sure. up to them but sure. yeah. i think everybody out there has at one time or another had to remember stop. it goes off gallons so yeah. if yeah. Right. like kevin said if you put 30 or 40 gallons and you know over the course of a month you're filling you're putting a lot of gallons in yeah, yeah. so that's not going to have that big of an effect yep yeah. Awesome. Um, and I guess we can flow from that right into the next one. Um, so then what are some other maybe commonly missed points that you see drivers month to month? Um, you're like, ah, oh, this is easy, but like mm. it's just Carrier's edge. Carrier's edge. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one. Um, and I think a lot of drivers don't realize that so it's on a three month basis, right? And if you do all three months on Carrier's Edge, which we call it mandatory, um, but we can't force them to do it, um, but it's $10 to them. And if they do it uh, all three months, they get 10 points. If they do it two out of the three months, they get five points. One out of three months, they get zero points. And if they don't do it any out of three months, it's minus five. Okay. Mm -hmm. And may I add something to that? Yes, please. Similar. <laughs> Simulator. Yeah. Some drivers um, don't like similar? it. Similar. Similar. <laughs> you know, you say potato, that, I say potato. That thing in the uh, room over there. Yeah, <laughs> that, that thing over there. Uh, simulator, a lot of drivers uh, are, I don't want to say scared of it, but a little wary of it. Sure. Um, but that's that's 10 points automatically and and while we're on that subject if they look go in and look at their uh scorecard yeah, in there it says and we're working on getting this changed uh, it says that you have to have two uh simulator training every six months no that no that was what we started with mm -hmm. which it makes some of our drivers live way out east out west it's hard for them to get in here. They're on dedicated runs. Totally. It's just once a year or every change of certified red status, mm -hmm. 100,000. 
when they first join Certified Red their first year, they only have to do a half hour. After that, it's one hour session once a year okay. or every advance. Okay. Uh, in here, it says every six months, but we're changing that. Yeah, so. gotcha. And you'll find that you'll find that in the driver operation um, score on on the second to last page of the monthly scorecard. So, um, if you're out there and you you want to go onto the Link app and then go over to the monthly, it, it there you do have to download it. it downloads into a PDF file because there's a lot of data there. But if you go to the second page or I'm sorry, the second to last page of the scorecard, you'll see it online training and simulator training. And if you've got the 10 out of 10, then you're great. You're good to go. Um, if you ever had any questions on when that maybe yearly time frame is coming up for simulator, just give us a call. We can look it up real easy for you. Awesome. Awesome. So the carrier's edge, the simulator uh, trailer issues, mm -hmm. you know, you find, find and turn those in call safety and uh, report those because uh looking at uh the number one driver by scorecard mm -hmm. last month had an 853 on a scorecard and 77 wow. points were from maintenance events from okay. repeat that jeff 77 77 that's incredible yeah that's points. that's a lot now now remember too that's not if you're driving down the road you've had that trailer for a couple days and something breaks on it you don't you know that's just that happens yeah it's when you pick that up and you do your pre-trip and you find right. something wrong with it or if you back into a lot uh, and drop a trailer and you look over at the next trailer and the glad hands broke and you call it in you'll get a point for that because if they can get that fixed, that'll save the next driver sitting, waiting, which is not good. Yeah, um, yeah it's not for tractor issues either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and some drivers get upset because some of our drivers get all these points, but if you think about it, they're saving the next driver a lot of time. Yep. You know, they say, well, these totally. drivers may go into the lot and look for trailers that are damaged just to get the points. Hey, that's great because yeah. that's saving yeah. the next driver having yeah. to sit. If they've and wait. got time on their clock to do that, great. Yeah, you know they're taking time from their day to, to do that. Right. So right. I mean that's awesome. Having yeah. a clean inspection that's an easy twenty points. Um, Jeff, what do you just a just clean inspection? What what is that? Oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay so. Uh, you're stopped by a trooper or you're pulled into a scale and it doesn't matter whether it's level one level two or level three if you pass the inspection then that's 20 points um, some people get stopped because of a violation and then they get inspected and nothing's found wrong so they turn that in thinking that's a clean inspection mm. but they're forgetting about the violation the <laughs> reason they got stopped to begin with so that doesn't yeah. count mm -hmm. sure. would you it's advise be drivers to pull onto a scale and roll down their window and wave at them so they pull me around back uh, no i would never <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little far flirting but. with disaster <laughs> uh, okay yeah, but there there are more you know i mean there's yeah, there's, that, there's a lot that's roadside inspection so yeah. um 
clean inspection when your truck comes in to the shop to get repaired if it's exceptional if the shop deems it exceptional it's clean inside and outside that's an easy 10 points okay. uh, on your scorecard uh, idle credit you can get extra credit for low idle um, out of route yeah out of route's a big one yeah you can get seven so the max score for out of route 60 but you can get 67 um, mm -hmm. by having less out of route than what we give you you know okay. and a lot and a lot of drivers don't realize you know they they come up on a detour especially dedicated drivers that run the same route day after day after day they're doing road construction so they run them two miles around a different route sure no big deal two miles but you take that times five days going there and coming back that's four miles a day times five that's 20 miles that's going to add up to their outer route mm -hmm. um, so anytime they get detoured or they have to go out of their route for whatever it may be let their driver managers know so they they can re pinpoint that and they don't get dinged out of route miles yeah yeah good point dale yeah just communicate with your driver manager keep those lines open and yep yeah, yeah. even our training uh part of our training is a skills run uh and they run 18 miles mm -hmm. around town uh mm -hmm. make sure they let their driver ma manager know so they don't get dinged that for actually being out 19. 19 okay 19 19.1 right. yeah <laughs> depending <laughs> getting real technical here <laughs> so i'm sensing a bit of a theme here of just communication sure. when something's yeah. going on something's going wrong yeah. just ask questions ask questions yeah. we used to totally. have a guy called in every every week said i got a stupid question and it, there's no stupid questions <laughs> i mean uh we don't know everything but we got people around us we got the computers we can find out you know yeah well and now there's there's three of us you know me kevin and dale and now we have greta and you know performance that's what we do you know yeah. so anytime they have questions and i i think that's one of the big changes from when the when i first started to now when i first started i really you didn't know who to call about the scorecard um but now we have we have you know people that this is what we do you know mm -hmm. so we love it when people call in and they want help with their scorecard they want to understand it better you know it, yeah. it gets us excited yeah and uh, awesome. and as far as questions on the scorecard uh, we're in the process we're always changing news bomb is never stagnant we're always advancing looking into new things and changing and even our department is changing to we're dividing up and i'm not going to get all into it yet but it, it's it's going to be better for our drivers to keep in communication with them because i know sometimes they have a hard time getting hold of us because we're on the run all the time but uh we're, we are making changes this year to make it better for them yeah so. and just yeah just like jeff said just we the drivers will be able to know who to call for what and make it a little easier so yeah mm -hmm. awesome opening resources is great i think that's Really, the whole goal of, of this episode was to get the information out there about the scorecard, open it up, the kind of 
you know, Pandora's box of what is the scorecard? How do I know about it? All this stuff. Right. So yeah. it's great. Well, they get so much information thrown at them in orientation. Right. You know, and then maybe, you know, after they've been here for a couple of months and they start hearing other drivers talking about the scorecard and they're like, yeah, what's it all about? You know, mm -hmm. and they start checking into it. Well, we can help with that too. You know? Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. So we've talked a little bit about um, how to increase the scorecard, some easy ways to increase it. Um, what are some things that you see are trends in scorecard decline? Maybe is, does time of year affect that a little bit? Does holidays? Holidays. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, can we yeah. Speak Everybody to that? wants to get home. Yeah. That's They're true. in a hurry. Yeah. And you yeah. get in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go into the productivity, right? I mean, if you if you're taking a lot of PTO or um, you know maybe you're just off of work for whatever reason, in the productivity side of things will will go down a little bit. Um, now, as far as time of year, or you know we think of winter <laughs> as a yeah, know, just as yeah, a truck driver, winter is not you know, you know the best time of year to be out in the road. So you might come up against uh, maybe a you know the, the roads are shut down or um, you know, you're idling a little bit more. We do increase the idle percentage on the scorecard to 15% goal instead of a 10% where summer, spring, fall. But in the winter, we do increase that goal. So if you still idle over 15%, now you're going to lose some points there. Um, if it's a maintenance issue, I want to highlight a maintenance issue. If it's a battery, if uh, your truck uh, does not hold the charge very well maybe it's only less than five hours and then your truck starts up and idles definitely call in and you will not be dinged for it on your scorecard if if, if you just let let peg know just let safety and the shop know until we can get you back in for repairs but in the winter i would you guys obviously drove in the winter for well, a number of years. Well, a lot of drivers say winter, you're going to get dinged a lot more. And I don't necessarily agree with that because everything, as far as the habits and our scorecard in that area of what we mostly deal with, mm -hmm. everything they do in, their, in the summertime to improve their habits, watching their smoothness, their braking, their acceleration, that's the same thing you do in winter. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. you're even more cautious. So the good habits they form trying to improve in the summertime is going to easily apply in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. yep. no, I, I agree with that as far as the habits go, but that's one part of the scorecard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like Kevin was saying, maybe your productivity or your idle increases. Yeah. So there, winter definitely does have more of a negative impact on your scorecard than mm -hmm summer conditions but but it's not a lot right no i mean sure. the, the drivers that are engaged really will it, it may dip a little right but it, the scorecard is a rolling 13 week bonus right so maybe you have a week or two in the winter where it kind of you kind of dip down a little bit but um just keep engaged keep trying it's not going to be that much of a difference yeah i like how you guys highlighted the that it's about habit building is really what this yeah. is about so winter spring summer mm -hmm. it's about those habits mm -hmm. and ultimately that's what's going to boost your score is make ingraining that into yep. your yeah. driving yeah that's why we don't call them driving behaviors we call them driving habits right because yeah. it is a habit yeah. you have to really focus and then once 
once it becomes that habit, it's, you can do it with your eyes closed, but don't do that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe keep them open on the road. Um, I uh, had, had a little question about critical following events. So what are those? What qualifies as a critical Good following event? Mm-hmm. Um, and then how can you avoid that as a driver? Critical. Well, that goes back to, uh, and you guys join in any time. Yeah. Uh, what we talked about earlier when I when I tried to break my habit of following. Um, what I tell some of our top drivers do uh, is, if you're in Chicago and you're running 50 mile an hour in heavy traffic, which is exaggerating, uh, <laughs> what a lot of our top drivers do is they run 47 mile per hour because. It don't matter how close you are to the car in front of you, somebody's gonna cut in front of you and cut you off in city driving, even out on the highway. Uh, But if you're running three mile an hour less than they are, which is not gonna affect your time that much, everybody that's cutting in front of you, which are gonna do anyway, is pulling away from you. Um, You know, uh, guys, I don't know how deep you want to get into this. <laughs> Let's go. Well, Let's go. So I I know Dale says he liked to draft cars out there when he was driving. <laughs> and I was the opposite. You know, I, I've always been big on following distance. So critical following distance is if you are behind the vehicle in front of you, 0.7 seconds or less for 12 seconds or more, that will trigger a critical following distance event um, and that is if you think about it or if you watch a smart drive video of a driver doing it, it is very very close yeah when and you, when you're doing 60 plus miles an hour it's way too close yeah, and the person in front of you is in charge of what happens if they yep. slam on their brakes if the vehicle in front of them has a blowout and we all three have watched many videos of of uh just what last week we had a mattress come off of a of a trailer our driver had to dodge uh i seen one with a rocker coming off uh Mm -hmm. things happen expect the unexpected yeah every driver they see in the ditch said it's never going to happen to me but it did yeah and if they do defensive driving on the simulator that one of the um, simulations in there it gauge it measures their uh reaction time from the time they perceive something to when they react to it. Most drivers are at a second or more of reaction time. So if you're 0.7 seconds or less behind the vehicle in front of you, by the time you can react to whatever's going on with them, you've already put a hole through their vehicle. Right, right. It takes the average, and I teach this in class, it takes the average person, if that, person slams on the brakes uh, for you to react it takes a second for your mind to tell your foot to hit the pedal it takes another second for that pedal to react that's two seconds and you're less than a second behind them yeah there ain't much you can do yep yeah yeah makes sense yeah. so i mean if they're doing 65 you know we our ideal speed 63 you know you're going to get your max scores at 63 65 that's not too much more dangerous than 63 right the big one on the habits for me is the spacing and the critical following mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
Yeah. And how does that um, how does that ding like how does that show up on a driver's school? Oh, car? I'm glad you that? asked me. <laughs> so, <laughs> in your smart drive points, you can get a maximum of twenty points for smart drive. Okay. Uh, so we talked earlier about your weekly, your monthly, and your events. It will also show up in the events, any maintenance issues you have, you know, getting trailers fixed. Also your smart drive stuff, your critical following distances. And we have some drivers that don't have any on their scorecard. And we have some drivers, mm -hmm. such as the example I'm looking at right now, that have two and a half pages uh, okay. Critical following, unsafe lane changing, unsafe braking. And that's know. high risk. Okay. So out of a possible 20 points, this driver is getting minus 10. Wow. Um, on his scorecard. Yeah, you know, a 30 point swing there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and the biggest one is the critical following. Okay. You know, because now yeah. you're putting people at risk, not just yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Every critical following event is a disaster waiting to happen, right? And so that's why it affects the scorecard. So as Jeff alluded to, you go onto the link app and there's a weekly, monthly and events under the score tab. And if you tap on your events tab, anything that positively or negatively impacts your scorecard will show up there and they're categorized. There's operations, there's safety. And then if you keep scrolling down, there's the smart drive, right? So. If you don't have anything that you don't have any criticals or any you know failure to uh, stop at a stoplight or whatever, um, it'll be blank. It won't even be there, right? But it will show up there for three months because it's a rolling 13 week, right? Um, so every critical following is a minus two, minus two points for each event, and those are usually coupled with an unsafe lane change because there's lots of changing lanes, and mm -hmm. then you're following too close, and that's at minus one. So you're we see a lot of minus three per event. And how do um, they get that there. unsafe lane change? Yeah, yeah. good question. Um, unsafe lane change. Um, usually our drivers, what we typically see, that they come up on slower traffic, right? And now they're checking their mirror, trying to make a lane change on the interstate. And they just, they're not finding that window to make that lane change. And so now they're following too close for too long. They get dinged for a critical now when that last vehicle passes them on the left, they make that lane change and our radar on the truck picks up that car that just went by them at four tenths of a second or less, right? So actually I think it's, I, I've been seeing them at a half second. Yeah, five? Yeah, five okay. tenths of a second. All right, it might just super like right there, 0 0.5, 0 0.4. Think, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's too close of a lane change. Mm. Um, and that's just risky, right? Because if you make that lane change, you're committed. And now maybe that car has to stop or hit the brakes. And, right. and that car could be go. going 30 miles per hour faster than the truck. Right. It doesn't matter. If you come over that close behind it in a half a second, it'll be way out in front of you. But it's that act of coming over that close behind it that's going to critical or yep. trigger the unsafe lane change okay okay yep and then there's you know we we have some drivers that like to they'll, they'll get maybe one every two months you know and they'll call in and say hey what, what happened um a really good driver out east 
that likes to call in and, and figure out what happened and the why behind it. And I yeah. love that. We all love that. Um, we love to explain it. And something newer that we've kind of done in the last few, six months, maybe, um, you have a driver wants to see it and wants to kind of help see it themselves and coach themselves and that we don't just tell them. We will record it for them and we'll email it to their email. That way they can see it. And so if you're interested in any single event that pops up on your smart drive, um, on the link app under smart drive if you're wondering about it we'll send it to you and yeah yeah and that's for honestly. their eyes not for social media or anything like that sure yeah. Yeah. sure it's it's interesting because you know some some drivers will request a video like that or something and or they'll call in and they'll be like you know i got this critical following and it's the first one i've had in a year you know where'd that happen and then you tell them where it happened and they remember that one critical following and then you got guys with 50 of them that you know couldn't tell you where it happened right you know, right because it happened so frequently mm -hmm. so what's the best way to avoid that what's the tell them they're fired no can't do that uh no no Maybe that's bad i'm sorry <laughs> cut that part out uh patience Mm. Um, yeah. Just taking know. the time to slow down. So, uh, the old tricks that you learned in high school, you know, in driver's ed, when a vehicle passes you, count to, you know, count a thousand one, mm. you know, or, yeah. you know, watch the phone poles. And, you know, it's not that now our trucks have radar, mm. they have a driving assistance screen where you can see how fast the vehicle in front of you is moving how far ahead of you it is in feet and how far ahead of you it is in seconds. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be easier to and, avoid it. And sure. some of our drivers use cruise control a lot, which is awesome. Um, but if that vehicle passes you and cuts in front of you, sometimes cruise won't back you off within that time limit. Mm -hmm. So you may have to shut it off and re-engage it, count, you know, Count All down. you gotta do is hit cancel. Yeah. Count thousand one, thousand two, and then resume, and yep. it'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's perfect. Um, well, if you guys don't have any other thoughts, I, I have one more question for us, mm -hmm. and it's mainly for Dale and Jeff here. Uh oh. So, <laughs> looking back on your time as a driver, and now you're in safety, now you're in performance. What do you wish you would have done differently? We talked a little bit about what Dale would have done differently, but um, from what you now know. Oh, I wish that, I wish I knew all that I know about the scorecard then. I wish I knew that then. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, I, I feel like, I, sometimes I just want to see if Rick will let me go out on the road for a month. And just see how I get the You won't score. come back. Well, yeah. 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 yeah we can't lose you like that. I don't, I don't like the road that much. But, um, so that's one thing. And I wish I would have, I wish I would have finished certified red. Mm. I was yeah. enrolled in it for like three years and, you know, I trained a lot. That's my excuse. Yeah. I was sure. training. Sure. And didn't have the time, but I mean, that's Rick asked me that question when I came in the office. Why didn't you finish? And mm -hmm. uh, everything I say tastes like an excuse. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But I really wish I would have finished that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. 
Me? Dale, any more? Any other? I, when I was younger, and everybody that's been here a while knows how I was, um, I, I was ornery. Um, you still are. I, yeah. Was. Yeah. Was is crazy. I, I, uh, there's a lot of things I would like to have changed uh, as far as my driving. Um, I was very, very high risk driver. I, I, there, and, and now after being in safety, uh, my wife gets mad at me because now when I'm driving our car and I see somebody in front of me not use their turn signal or weaving in the road or that semi, you know, doing that, I'm like, I want to pick up a phone and call them and say, hey, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and uh, it, it's, it's a good thing. It's great. I mean, we all know how lucky we are to have what we got here yeah. and how well it works and how much of a team and, and how we all work together. And, and when we call drivers about the scorecard or they call us, um, we're not here to tell them they're doing a terrible job or, you know, they're bad drivers. We're only yeah. here to help them yeah. and, and in any way that we can, you know. I'm glad so. you said that because that is, you know, we I've I've called drivers before, you know, and they know I drove, you know. So, um, but some of them, when you call them, they they don't look at it from the whole. We're trying to help you improve. We're all you know part of a team type thing. They look at it as like you're attacking them or something. And that's really not how it is. We're just, we're trying to accomplish a goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and keep our CSA scores down, our morale up, you know, and keep our drivers safe and the motoring public because there's a, there's a lot of moving parts, you know. Yeah. Yep. A lot of employees here and a lot depends on how our drivers do. You yeah, know, from a safety standpoint. Yeah, I mean, it takes ten minutes online to find a video of some a truck driver in an accident, and that's really what it's all about, right? It's in the name, safety. Sure. We're trying to right. yeah, keep and we're you not safe. perfect, right. but yep. I like to think we try harder than most companies, mm -hmm. most people. You know? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we we will call out risky behavior, but we also we want to we want to bring some positivity, you know to the safety department as well, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. safety video of the week, you know, um, if our driver does a great job on I'm a huge certain things, right? Safety video of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we, we enjoy doing it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to, we, and we're, we're always looking for some ways to, to uh, like Jeff said, morale. We want to boost that morale out yeah. there on the road and, and uh, yeah, just, yep. Yeah, and hats, hats <laughs> off to, I just want to mention again real quick, hats off to Greta for joining us. Uh, she's got a lot of talents, very smart lady. Uh, she's, she's doing great. And to Rick and Jeremy, um, they, they, because of them is, and I know they won't take credit for it, but a lot of this is because of them. Mm -hmm. So that's great. I'm glad to have her on the team. That's Absolutely. great. And I need a raise. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting that no. out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, um, movie star wages, right, buddy? <laughs> 
Uh, well, I, I really appreciate all your guys' thoughts. Um, drivers uh, out there, please feel free to give these guys a call if you have any more questions about the scorecard. They're excited to talk to you about it. So, um, yeah, learn Absolutely. as much yeah. as you can. Stay safe yeah. and make some more money. Thank you. Awesome. Great job. Appreciate being here. Yep. Thanks, guys. Hey, yeah, good this job, was your first time doing this. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first time. Yeah. Well done. Good job. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, everyone. This is Caleb from New Spawn Recruiting, and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at 309-268-1199 or visit newspawnjobs.com. Hope to talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of New Spawn Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into the conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at terminalexchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow NewsBomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.